Hello and welcome. You're streaming another stellar episode of Mac Watson Talks, voted the best podcast for 2022 by the readers of Phoenix Magazine. On this episode, Brittany Griner is freed from a Russian prison. So is she going to play for the WNBA next year? Also, Kirsten Cinema is no longer a Democrat. She's an independent. Did she just make it harder to get reelected in 2024? And if you're in porn and a police officer, can you keep both jobs? One Phoenix police officer is going to find out. That and a whole lot more is coming up, so let's get started. This is episode 224. Well, I'm sorry, but I got sick. And I'm feeling much better now, but boy, that was, it was touch and go for a little bit. Right. Well, you, the only person in this house who hadn't had COVID, got COVID. And you didn't even get COVID from our daughter who had it over Thanksgiving. That's right. You got it from a coworker. I got it from a coworker who will remain nameless. <clears throat> and uh, it wasn't fun. Let me tell you that. It wasn't as bad as the Omicron variant, from what I understand, but it still was not fun. So I'm glad to be back. What variant did we have? I don't know, but there's been a number of variants since the Omicron. There's been the uh, Omicron variant. There's been the Delta variant. Uh, right. Did anybody else in your office get it or just you two? Just us two so far. Mm. Well, at least you didn't go back to work and get everybody else sick. Yeah, that's true. And I'm wearing a mask now. And the thing that I have to worry about is that I have no immune system because I'm fighting cancer. So I, I, you I have forget. to worry about getting the flu and, and right. all kinds of other things. So I have to get a flu shot and all that other stuff, right? Mm-hmm. You yeah. need to get a flu shot. And we all need to get boosters for our COVID, I think. And where can we get them? Can we get them at the pharmacy or whatever or mm-hmm. where? Just the same okay. as we did before. Yep. Okay. Let's jump into some news uh, since I'm feeling a lot better. And thank you for listening to the podcast, even though we didn't have one last week. Uh, Brittany Griner is freed. She's freed from the Russian prison that she was being held in for, I want to say, almost a year, if I remember correctly. No, it hasn't been a year. I don't think she's been there a year. I think it's been a year since she's been home, but I don't think she was in prison for a year. The thing is, is when they took her and put her on a plane... She was just sitting on this plane and they told her, you're going home. And she didn't know that before. She'd gotten to the point oh, really? of being incarcerated that you just do what you're told and you don't question it. And when she was told she was going home, she was like, what? Yeah, really? Like, I, she just really didn't believe that was going to happen to her. So so the Brittany Griner, if you're not familiar, is a WNBA player who plays for the Phoenix Mercury. And the reason that they go over to Russia is because they make millions of dollars over there. They get paid a lot more money to go over there and, and play basketball. So you've got a lot of these women going over into these countries like Lebanon and Syria and Russia. And they're really taking a chance because if they get into any trouble, they're kind of screwed, right? Right. And she had a vape pen with marijuana in it yeah which is not allowed in russia and they they have very very uh harsh charges and a harsh penalty for any kind of marijuana any kind of uh what is it a vape marijuana or something Controlled like that substances of any sort yeah like right that. right so congratulations for Brittany griner to get out i'm not going to make it political she did get traded for another polit- prisoner yeah yeah but i'm not i'm not going to go down that road i'm just glad she's out and she's free and today she announced she's going to play for the wnpa next year so now do you actually think that's going to happen oh yeah you really think she's going to be able to play because i would think that being incarcerated like that being held like that you would have to have like a year off of of getting your head straight right 
She wants to play. All right. And it so is, let her play. I mean, and she, that's her livelihood. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but I didn't know. I, I, I don't know. I would think that her she whole just, outlook on basketball would have changed. No, I think she just has to get back into physical shape. She probably is in pretty good physical shape because she was at a work camp. She was at a penal colony. Right, right. I don't know what she was doing, but she's probably in good shape. But uh, I don't know if she's in WNBA shape, but she says she wants to play. So if if, if everybody's okay with that, she's going to play next season, right? Mm-hmm. Who wouldn't be okay with it? I, again, I would just think there would be some people that would be like, wait a minute, hold on. You just went through a traumatic event yeah, but it's of being her, her, held against your will. But it's her choice to go back to work. Just because her work is public doesn't mean she shouldn't be able to just go back to work and deal with that in her own private time. Yeah, true. That's true. Uh, also in the news, Kirsten Cinema says bye-bye-bye to the Democratic Party. Mm-hmm. She is now an independent. Good move or bad move? Good move. We always knew she was independent. So you don't think this is going to have any effect on her re-election campaign I think in 2024? That, I think that she's known she was an independent long before she was elected last time and just waited to be elected and so that into the Senate, because she's a senator now, and then and then change her party to independent, which in Arizona, as you know, is about a third of the registered voters anyway. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Arizona is much more of a purple state than a red state now. I think it's hard to get elected as an independent, but I think reelection, not a problem. So you don't think this is going to be you don't think this is going to have a bad effect on her. Mm -mm. I just wonder how many Democrats are going to say, oh, really? Well, get out then. We don't want you. And well, that's a third and of how, the voting and population. And there's Republicans that are going to say, you know what? We like you because you've been you've been voting conservatively. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But I don't know if there's enough conservatives and who would vote for Kirsten Cinema. Is there enough? But there's also those Democrats that are still going to like her. And so then yeah. you put them together and she's got the majority. So it's a it's a it's a shrewd move then on her I part to go independent. Mm-hmm. OK, um, it also upsets the balance of power in the Senate as well. And a lot of people aren't happy about that. You know, and I think probably for her, she doesn't have to go to caucus meetings anymore, which is probably a joy because I worked in the state Senate and man, the caucus meetings could go on forever. You didn't like him? What didn't you like about him? Well, first of all, they're in there telling everybody how to vote. I mean, literally, that's what a caucus meeting is about. How to vote on each issue that's coming up. And it just goes on and on and on. And then, as you know, and I worked for... Um, the Senate Majority Leader, who was a Republican in South Dakota, and one of the things that were that we used to joke about was there were some Republicans that were so far to the right they voted with the left, and and the, even though they came to caucus meetings when it came when they were on the floor they ended up voting the other way anyway. So, it, but I mean the caucus meetings were just like boring, and if you weren't really, th- they probably don't have an independent caucus. So no. she's probably lucky. She's one of three. I uh-huh. mean she's now one of three. Bernie Sanders and some other guy I can never remember his name. They're independents now. And there's and they're, by the very nature of what it means to be a registered independent, you don't want to have a caucus meeting to be told right. how to vote. That's true <laughs> because you're an independent. That's right, true. That's right. smart. Mm-hmm. Also in the news, a Phoenix police officer is in trouble because he was, um, let's just say he was in a uh, very compromised position on on re- a recorded video. He was. He was mo- not modeling. That's not what it is. But he was participating in amateur porn and posting it on his uh, on, on his social media page. Mm-hmm. And I guess you know. I they, guess you can't do that as a police officer, right? Well, I think you can, but you probably shouldn't advertise that you're a police officer when you're doing it. 
He goes by Rico Blaze X. Does he wear his, his police hat when he's doing it? I don't know. Maybe that's, that's how he got in trouble. Maybe that's how he got in trouble, Maybe he yeah. was flashing his police, Phoenix police badge on his porn videos or something. I don't even... I want this like, it's creepy. <laughs> I don't even want to think about it, but... You know, you don't want to think about it, but here's the deal. People are making a ton of money on this OnlyFans site that they can they can go on and start their own, you know, basically naughty photos and naughty videos and stuff like that. Is that all it is on there? Is it porn? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. I don't know. I've never been on it. And probably, so, if you don't want it, don't go check it out. Don't, oh, yeah. It's like yeah. one of those not safe for anywhere. Right, <laughs> right. But OnlyFans has, has, you know, a number of people like teachers, uh, leaders in the community, stuff like that, are now getting into trouble. And what they say is, hey, I'm not making enough money. I can make a ton of money on OnlyFans, so I'll give up my job in order to do this and, you know, screw you guys. I'm going home kind of thing. But there's also probably going to end up being some lawsuits at some point about what you can do on your own private time versus, you know, can they can they legislate what you do at home? You know, like if you work for us, you're not allowed to blah, 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 blah on your own time. Did, what, what you, like make pornographic videos on right, your own time? Right. I mean, do, are they paying you not to make pornographic videos? Because that's that means they should be paying you for the time you're not at work as well. I'm not saying that what the guy did was right, but I'm just saying there's 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 legitimately some question there about whether you can tell people what to do on their own time. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But you're also representing the public, especially when you're a police officer or a teacher. I would think that they would that would be highly frowned upon for you to do those kinds of videos. Oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he, uh, in an interview on YouTube, he said he was born to do this work and he looks forward to coming to work every day. Wait, and that's not about the police officer oh, part. Oh my gosh. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, wah, wah, wah. Also in the news, how do you feel about this cricket? Do you want to see, you know how Yellowstone introduced wolves a number of years ago? Well, they were, they were still there. They just introduced additional ones and to bolster the population. Yeah. And you know how that's been controversial. It has been. With people saying, you know, they, they kill my livestock. Uh, they're Would a you nuisance. Ever, if you actually catch them killing your livestock, you're allowed to shoot them. Right. So. Right. But uh, they're wily. They're very wily. So it's it's usually they're that not they don't coyotes. Wily coyotes. Oh jeez, man! <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Mm -hmm. I'm glad you did. Yeah. Do you, you know that's why he's called that, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. Wile E Coyote. Right. Super he's wily. genius. But he's wily. Yeah. How do you feel about jaguars being introduced into the Sonoran Desert? Well, they're already there. You know that, right? I mean, there's like, like there's like two. I mean, they're, they're, how do you again, know there's only two? Because I I read the article. They're very elusive creatures, right? So, do you want to see more introduced, or do you think there's an abundance of population of jaguars and we don't need them? I think that it probably wouldn't be a bad idea, particularly if there is an explosion of 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 some of their what's their typical prey. You know, like javelinas are getting out of control rabbits are getting out of control because they don't have any natural predators that's right and that's why they reintroduced that was one of the reasons why they introduced wolves into yellowstone was to balance out the playing field if you will from the apex predator on down and so now people are saying well the jaguar went on uh, the endangered species list 50 years ago uh, let's really do something here positive and let's reintroduce the jaguar well, and truly, into a natural position to be extinct. And so I think in reintroducing it, it allows it to naturally reproduce instead of just being existing in zoos, you know? 
Yeah, but at the same time, I mean, are you are you are you shifting the balance of power too? Because nature abhors a vacuum. We know that, but nature also doesn't like to stack the cards against you either. Right, but you have to think there are. I mean, think about the abundance of coyotes, and coyotes are one of the things that jaguars kill. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You're talking about the coyotes in in the Sonoran Desert, right? Yeah, just they get they kind of um, in some places are really bothersome. I remember when we used to live up in North North Scottsdale. They just we could hear them down the street. Yeah, we and we could hear them at night. You know that yip 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 kind of thing. I used to see them sometimes when I lived in Goodyear, but they're always scrawny and like flea bitten. Yeah. ridden. the ones yeah. we'd see in North Scottsdale were well fed and fluffy <laughs> and fluffy. <laughs> they were eating well and they were not sick at all. <laughs> yeah, they weren't sick at all because they were taking such. They were good huge. Care of. They they seriously looked like they were small wolves. I see. I don't remember seeing them in North Scottsdale. I, I remember you saying I saw one, but I don't remember seeing them. I saw. I think I saw a coyote once in Phoenix I've, I've on the saw, street. Well, I saw him when we lived in Central Phoenix too. Yeah, that's where I saw it. Yeah, yeah, and that was kind of weird. That was kind of shocking that, that you just see this coyote walking down the street. I don't know if I'd want to see a jaguar walking down the street. I would think it I'd won't. freak out. You wouldn't see a jaguar walking down the street. You don't think so? Well, first of all, they wouldn't be so comfortable. They are. They're. They're night predators. They move at night. Yeah, that's true. So I guess we, I guess you don't have to really worry about them intermingling. You, you would see them maybe people. on like your your doorbell camera or something. Maybe right, right. <laughs> Jeez, that's just some of the news this week. Thanks, Cricket. Thank you, Mac. Now it's time to do our Patreon patron shoutouts. We know that we missed them in November. Kind of a crazy month. Kind of crazy around here with people having COVID and cancer and christmas all the the three c's <laughs> the, of craziness the big c's of crazy mm-hmm. so we're going to do our uh patreon patron shout outs now uh so we'll start with the vips yeah let's start with the 20 dollar level okay let's do that where we have aaron mozzie janet thor lily calbera lisa melinda bruski roxanne favors stacy kagan Susan Lubin, Suzanne Swearingen, and Corey Evans. So next we'll do our all-access patrons. You want to read those? Yeah, these are at the $10 level on Patreon. Okay. Carly Garrett, Christine Scoff, is it Spox? I, I never can pronounce her name. Do you know her name? <laughs> Stoskoff? Yes. Stoskoff. Uh, Joe Subi, Kathy Gallen, Lynn Marzoni, Marshall Hadlock, Marsha Davis, Sharon Miller, Stephanie Butler, Timothy Durga. And that's everybody. And that's everybody at the $10 level, so thank you. And we appreciate all of our patrons, even those at the $5 level. Uh, look for our Ask Me Anything, which is coming up next week. And tell us your Christmas stories, because we're going to tell Christmas that's stories. That's right. We've got our Christmas stories. You can tell them to us on Patreon. You can tell them to us on Facebook, you can even DM us on Facebook if you don't want it to be. If you want it to be private, then DM us. If you yeah. don't care, then put it on the regular comments on the posts that we have out there. So we appreciate everybody for being members of Patreon and getting those bonus episodes every week. Well, yeah. not every week because the weeks that we're sick, obviously, <laughs> we kind of don't do it. But lots of weeks, most weeks, there is a bonus episode. So thank you so much and we appreciate it. 
time for the SmackDown, and this time I'm smacking down Elon Musk. Not because he's rich, not because he has a car company, not because he bought Twitter, but increasingly it looks like the self-described free speech absolutist is suspending Twitter users based on personal grudges instead of concrete principles. The latest victim is insider columnist Lynette Lopez, who has spent years aggressively covering Musk's businesses, including documenting alleged safety lapses at Tesla, his car manufacturing plant. In 2018, Musk disputed Lopez's reporting, claiming that she had written several false articles and suggesting, with not much evidence, by the way, that she had bribed a former Tesla Tesla employee for information and was secretly serving as an insider trading source for one of Tesla's biggest short sellers. Hmm. She said this week, have you heard of anything more ridiculous than me being suspended? The allegations, she said, laughing. What a freaking fantasy. Okay. Lopez said she received no explanation for her suspension, nor information about how long the ban will last. She says she hasn't tweeted details about the location of Musk's private jet, where he started the rationale for other suspensions, but instead has been cataloging what she considers his hypocrisy over doxing and targeting private citizens. She says, I was just trying to highlight the fact that he talks about bullying and doxing and all this stuff, and he's a pro at it. He harassed me back in 2018. He talked shit about me in the court of law. He sued my source. Like, I've been through the ringer with this guy. Nothing he does surprises me. Musk has banned multiple prominent accounts over the past few weeks, starting with the Elon Jet plane tracker. He then moved on to journalists who had covered the controversy, including a New York Times reporter, a former target of his anger. In 2018, while working at BuzzFeed, the reporter Ryan Mack published emails from Musk in which the billionaire baselessly accuses a British man of working to rescue Thai children stuck in a cave of being a child rapist. Hmm. Musk claimed the emails were off the record, but Mac never agreed to those terms. So this week on Thursday, the banning of the reporters, Musk launched a Twitter poll asking his followers whether the accounts should be reinstated. The listed opinions were now, tomorrow, seven days from now and longer. Quickly, the now option took the lead. Musk then launched a new poll. Jeez. I mean, what a guy. What ballsy moves this guy has made in the past. And now he's acting like a petulant jerk. And that is the SmackDown. Are you a patron on Patreon? Are you getting a bonus episode of Mac Watson Talks every week? If not, you're missing all the stories of what's going on with the Watsons and crazy stories about our childhood. What are you missing? Well, here's just a snippet. Yeah, relax through it and just be done with it. Maybe you should just visualize every day this week leading up to next week's treatment. Visualize a man touching your penis. <laughs> that is so wrong. I don't want to visualize that. But that's how, you know what they do? Like when you're you're stressed about something, like visualize yourself doing it. Well, you can visualize yourself doing... Hey, right, right. Being successful at something, so yes. So visualize a man touching your penis successfully. <laughs> <laughs> That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard you say. That is so stupid. Want to hear the rest? Go to patreon.com slash Talks. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com. And sign up today for as little as $5 a month. You get four bonus episodes, an episode every week of us talking about ourselves.
What could be better? That's patreon.com slash MacWatsonTalks. You hear the music, you know what that means. It's time for the last word. So what happened to Sandra Wilson cost the Detroit mother her job, her dignity, and for a time, her freedom. Now, last June, she was visiting a gas station across the street from her apartment where she's a regular. She says, I go in there all the time. Before work, after work, she usually stops to buy coffee, but on the night in question, it was cigarettes. Well, on surveillance video, she can be seen entering the gas station wearing a blue dress. Inside are, other, are two other women who would prove important to what would later happen. While Sandra was waiting in line, one of the customers ahead of her was seen putting her credit card down on the counter while she talks to an employee. Seconds later, she leaves the store but leaves her credit card behind. Sandra can be seen walking up to the counter to purchase her cigarettes, and while waiting, she notices the card is sitting there. But instead of picking it up, she follows the customer who most recently walked out of the store and said she asked her whether the card was hers. The answer, she says, was yes. Sandra could be seen grabbing the card and walking it out to the woman while she sat in her car. She didn't know it, but Sandra gave the card to the wrong woman who police alleged used it to buy hundreds of dollars in alcohol later that night. Oh, boy. No one alleged that Sandra even used the credit card. and In fact, she only held it for about 15 seconds. But by the following week, she started getting calls from family and friends asking why she was wanted by the police. Sandra's picture appeared on social media, first on the Detroit Police Department's 7th Precinct Twitter account, then on the popular crime news in the D Instagram page. Both said she was wanted for illegally using someone else's credit card. I was like, I just went to that store. I just went to the store. She knew she didn't steal a credit card, so Sandra went down to the 7th Precinct to try and clear her name. Her interrogation was recorded. Shortly after sitting down, Sandra is told by detectives that she is the focus of the investigation and she'll be read her Miranda rights. Uh-oh. Quickly, Sandra says she wants a lawyer. I need an attorney, she said on camera, adding, because all of you are about to hand me up on something I did not do, did not do, I don't steal. She would repeat her request for a lawyer twice. The detective had Sandra read her Miranda rights aloud, initialing and then signing her name. The detective wrote at 10.54 a.m. The subject refused to make a statement and asked to speak to an attorney. But the interrogation didn't stop. It continued for another 30 minutes and not just with one officer. A second would later join in. As the questioning continued, Wilson is seen crying and growing frustrated. I don't know what you all want me to tell you, she says. I walked into the gas station and you all took a picture of me and ruined my life. Then 15 minutes after Sandra first asked for a lawyer, officers think they finally caught her. Who did you give the card to? The officer asks Wilson. Without showing Wilson the video, she replied, she handed it to the man behind the counter. Well, officers knew that wasn't the case and would place Sandra under arrest, believe she was lying and hiding the, her involvement in the scheme. But Wilson's attorney, Brandon McNeil, says the explanation is much more innocent because she says that she gave the card to the clerk just guessing at what she would do in that situation. They take that as evidence that somehow she's in cahoots with the woman who used the card illegally. Well, during the interrogation, officers refused to show Sandra the surveillance video of the night in question, only showing her still photos of herself. This is Sandra's local gas station, McNeil says. This could have been on any day that she went into the gas station.
Sanders spent the next three days in lockup and would later be charged with two felonies facing up to four years in prison. She said the criminal charges cost her job as a security guard. And for four months, Sandra sought to clear her name. In October, the case went to a jury trial where finally her nightmare came to an end. Man, that is unbelievable. It's unbelievable to me, too, says an exasperated Judge Cusick of the Wayne County Third Circuit Court. No trier of fact, even in the light of most favorable of the prosecution, could ever think that Ms. Wilson is guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. Hear, hear, Judge. I totally agree. And until next time. Thank you for listening to Mac Watson Talks. This episode is copyrighted and may not be reproduced in whole or part without express written permission. For more information to become a sponsor or to schedule an upcoming appearance by Mac or Cricket or both, visit MacWatsonOnline.com. That's MacWatsonOnline.com. Connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon, and leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like what you hear, share us with your friends. We love new listeners.